All right, we are back here on Mozzie and the Muscle for the continuation of our um, of this week's episode. We're on our week seven preview. Um, I guess we can jump right into it. Unless, do you want to talk about the Thursday night game at all? Just talk about how bad Flacco is? Or... We can talk about how bad Flacco is for just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a little bit. How so, bad is Joe Flacco? Yes. Um, <laughs> it's a good game show. <laughs> so That was putrid. Yep. So we were just talking about this. Fantasy points-wise, Mahomes actually did outscore Flacco. Yeah. So, uh, he left after the first quarter? First quarter? Um, I'm going to say... Sometime in the first half, I think it's sometime in the second quarter. I don't know. But he attempted 11 passes. Yeah. And Flacco played a whole game. Yes. Attempted 34. So. Ugh. <laughs> uh, I mean, what the fuck? This was such an easy, like, matchup for Denver to do well. Like, I know we were going into it. I wasn't confident in picking the Chiefs. I didn't end up basically taking a pick this week there where I could have gotten one because I just wasn't confident in it. And that was so bad on the Broncos. Like, in a bad defense on a short week with a hobbled Mahomes who then became an injured and out-of-the-game Mahomes, and you couldn't capitalize in virtually any capacity Yeah, that's that was bad. And, like, Royce Freeman had a solid game. Like, that he was able to run. They didn't really give the ball to Lindsay till kind of like later. He got like stupid plays, you know. Like they they used him with bad play calls, and so he ended up with eleven carries. They only had thirty yards, and then they didn't pass to him as much as they should have either because Flacco yeah. was so bad, and they kept getting sacked. Yeah, outside of Cortland Sutton, there wasn't really much going on in the passing game. Which Court, like 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 we said. Um, the other day, Corlin Sutton solving makeup for Flacco's shortcomings. Yeah, he looked pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. That's, I guess, the one positive is Corlin Sutton's getting, he's ascending. Um, so that's all I can take from the Broncos, I positive. Oh, that was a lot of beeps at once from my phone. I'll mute that. Um, beep, 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 beep. Yeah, it's letting me know that um, it's time to shit on the Broncos now. <laughs> right. That's my shit on the Broncos <laughs> alert. So... So when is John Elway getting fired from his GM job? Because he has done just the most putrid job imaginable. So I have this theory that John Elway is super overrated. Um, <laughs> and I don't mean to just shit on him because he won the Super Bowl twice or whatever. I mean, yeah, good player. But, yeah, cool. And good, good, he had a good, good career player. as a player. Yeah. But he's often like perennially like perceived as one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. And quite frankly, I don't think he was. I feel like he was carried a lot by that Denver team and Terrell Davis, who was an absolute monster. Mm-hmm. So it would make more sense to me that he was actually a pretty like above average quarterback. And therefore, when he drafts people, doesn't actually know what he's looking for because he's basing it off of himself. <laughs> Yeah, like there, I've, I've heard jokes that he like wants to preserve his legacy as best Broncos quarterback, <laughs> right? By just taking the worst one every year. Yeah. So like, what? Okay, what kind of person? I, my exact words on interest said it were: What dumb sack of shit looks at Joe Flacco and says, "This is the guy we need to take our team to the next level." <laughs> like, I don't get it. Like, and he's had like no good drafting. Okay, they got they have Courtland Sutton now. Like, they you know. They were able to get Bradley Chubb, but like <coughs> aside from you know getting Peyton Manning in there and signing like one or two like obvious things, like he has been just a terrible GM. Like drafted Paxton Lynch, 
um, brought you purposely brought in um, Joe Flacco. Like so many draft lifts. I can be like we've gone through him before, and I think he's has started like getting. I think he's has like relinquished a little bit of the draft control. I, mean, I think we talked about that, and like we saw like oh he had like a good draft class finally when he wasn't the one like making all the like just the only decision maker there, but. Like, his first two drafts were just atrocious. And then, like, I, I, don't, I don't get the thought process of, like, anything he's doing. Like, why Joe Flacco? Like, that, signing Joe Flacco to be your guy is dumb enough to get you fired, like, in general. And then add that on top of all the shitty drafting. I don't get it. I'm, like, I'm looking through. I want to see who they took each year. Because we, we've gone through this before, because I remember we were like, wow, that was really bad. So there have just been so many quarterbacks, I feel like. Like, every quarterback he's drafted has been bad. Yeah, so when did he when did he become the GM? I think it was 2015. Was it 2015? I'm looking yeah, we, sure. we have done this, I believe. <laughs> it's coming back to before. you. It comes full circle with him, unfortunately, because he doesn't adjust. <laughs> yeah, it's so bad. All right, one... Like a snake eating his own tail, Oh, 2011 actually was when he started. Whoa, really? Oh man, I gotta go back. All right, so years. they did get Von Miller, but um, let's see. They got. I, I'm like, I think the is the bold here. Does that mean Pro Bowl? What's that mean? I'm yeah. Out. I don't know even. Oh, the, oh, that's just active. Oh my gosh, the bold is just who's active still. Okay, so the Brock Osweiler. Oh, yeah. God. So no. So. They're like their 2013 draft class. None of them are in the NFL anymore. Oof! <laughs> you hate to see it. Bob. I was like, I was looking at the poll, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like this many <laughs> other players are not in the NFL. So 2012, only three are. Um, for 2011, only Von Miller, and I guess you can count Virgil Green. Oh, but, I remember Monty Ball. Yeah, like. Balls. In 2013, if all seven, or sorry, yeah, they had seven picks. If all of your picks from the 2013 draft, which isn't that long ago, are already all out of the league, like, what the fuck? And so 2014, um, see, Bradley Ruby was fine. Then there was Cody Latimer, like, just so many bad picks. And then Shane Ray, Big Ol' Whiff, Jeff Hiram the third, like, what the fuck? Like, oh my gosh. Yikes. And then, oh yeah, the <coughs> Paxton Lynch in the first round is one of the worst. Like they stuck with Devontae Booker forever, who was not good. Yeah, there was hype about him. It didn't translate. And is he still with them? I think so. They just don't use him. I'm not even sure. I don't even. I'm not even gonna click. I think he was last year. I think he was still on the team last year. Okay. Yeah, because they were. Because what's his name? Jo- Vance Joseph. It was a Vance Joseph guy. But yeah, so they're. The 2018 and 19 draft classes have been more okay, and I think I remember hearing somewhere, and we discussed that like he is a little less hands-on of some of the drafting stuff now just because of how bad he was, but oh my gosh. Like, if you go through just all the whiffs he's had, like, I know a draft rating like, could be great, but holy moly. Yeah. So, I want to see, yeah, just, see who they passed on. That's always fun. Yes. Like, it's, okay, who did they pass on to take Paxton Lynch? Let's see. Ooh, <laughs> that's the that's the nail right there. Yeah, there's a lot. Often. Yeah, like if you look through like, after, I guess. Uh, I, I, actually, that was kind of a rough draft. They could have had Chris Jones. He went early second. Like Hunter Henry, Jalen Smith, Howard. Emmanuel Agba. Like, where, where'd Xavier Howard go? 
38 to the Dolphins. Oh, man. Yeah, see, like, it's just, you take Paxton Lynch there. Mm. Hunter Henry, Miles Jack, like, mm. yep. Derrick Henry, Michael Thomas, Deion Jones. <laughs> You're Kevin just Bayard, Yannick and got like you know. <laughs> yeah, and then God. Shane Ray, who is who is you know consensus a whiff. Like they could have had Shaq Thompson, like mm-hmm. they could have Byron Jones, you know. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. Yep, you know it's pretty uh, pretty gross to look at. At least they didn't take Devin Smith. No. <laughs> Devin Smith is now balling out for the yeah. Cowboys, dude. The uh, actually the 2015 draft was pretty shitty. Like looking at it. Yeah, that was the. I mean, that was the. Um, that was the Winston Mariota one. Yeah, Winston and Mariota to start the start the draft off. Uh huh. Yeah, like there's some good defensive talent, but man, the offensive talent in that draft was just atrocious. Oh man. Yeah, there's. Yeah, oh, that was the Eagles. Nelson Aguilar in the first year. Yeah, it's it's gosh, it's hilarious going back to it. Kevin White, man. Uh, but anyway, I guess are we getting off track here? I may, I may snip this into bit. Anyway, the point is, like, John Early is such a terrible fucking GM. <laughs> and he should relinquish his powers. Yeah, they need to expand him, because, like I said, aside from getting Peyton Manning there, like, he has done literally nothing of value. Yep. So. Oh, Which, to be fair, that is a Super Bowl, but still. Yeah. Like, that was the job he did. That was however many years ago, and now he's been <laughs> office since getting Peyton yeah. Manning. Four years ago, right? Something like that. He wanted to have the new Peyton with Flacco. I mean, he's got like no. He's got like hurt neck Peyton. <laughs> right? Yeah, he has his last year Peyton throwing ducks. Honestly, I think wobblers. But it's not Flacco, though. <laughs> like you know, it's not Flacco. Right. Remember when? Matthew Barry was Flacco for Flacco. Was he? Yeah, dude. He was, like, champion in Flacco every year. And looking back on that, I'm like, wow. <laughs> he was a champion of a lot of people that, you know what? They were. He was just being nice. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Flacco. Anyway. <clears throat> so, I guess on the Chiefs, though. Um, it's I don't know what to make of this yet, as long as Mahomes is gone. <clears throat> but, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, you're dying cold cold all day man oh man yeah, but yeah no i mean so homes it's yeah but teller dislocation we were saying like it could have been worse he could have had the patellar tendon get fucked up too which is real bad um he didn't have that so kind of a blessing give him some time to get healthy don't come back after three weeks. I know they said three to six. Give him like four or five at least. Yeah, he's he's getting an MRI today. So, but like I, I would be surprised if like it comes back with a big issue because he he walked like we saw him walk off the field. But I mean, right? It wasn't because the car was broken. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. But I mean, it's, it's, there's a chance there could be, but like I'm not expecting it to just because. Like I said, if your patella tendons like really hurt, your knee stability is just gone, and he didn't look like he was limping that much. So, so their bye is after. It's like twelve. They got char- a while. Yeah, they, after their Chargers game, it looks like. Yeah, they, so they got. Bye. They got Packers Vikings. Leave them out for those. You're then you're still five and four. If like you know your offense just isn't the same, 
at worst. And then you've got the Titans and the Chargers. You could probably get both of those. And then you're back up to seven and four. And then you get Mahomes back after the bye week to play the Patriots. Yeah, I'm, I'm imagining that, though. Ho- yeah, hopefully they can afford rest into the bye, but it's a big bummer mm-hmm. for anyone with Mahomes. I know we've got Mahomes on the in our share, <coughs> our share team. That's a big old bummer because we. Oh, yeah. We shot out I mean, for him. He does some very impressive things in that league because that league we also the have plays, yeah. the big play bonus and like quarterback big day bonus and all that mm-hmm. shit. So he can get 50 points for us. It's a big blow. <laughs> I was about to be like, we can talk about it after if we want to play for next year or not. <laughs> it's just like, ugh. what's our record right now? We're three and three. Okay, we could make it. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a little bit. See how this week is, but mm-hmm. yeah, anyway. I think we'll be okay this week. Our, the dude we're playing lineup is dreadful. <laughs> funny, but so um, Chiefs outlook with Mahomes hurt. I guess before we get into the. Week seven preview. Um, I mean, uh, clearly Tyreek Hill will still to get behind the defense. Um, I imagine Travis Kelsey will be fine just because, you know, backup quarterback safety valve dump off kind of thing. He had the most targets this game. Um, outside of Hill and Kelsey, I don't know if I want to get near the auxiliary options because they're they're valuable because of Mahomes. And if Mahomes is in there, I'm kind of like meh. Meh. Yeah, I don't know who. I don't even know who he targeted when he came in. Yeah, it was. I mean, because he because he got the long bomb to to Hill, but uh, actually Hill had a lot of work on that. But he got it to Hill, and then I, they did a lot of running and Kelsey stuff. So, yeah, well, Hill Hill, I'm sure will still get his. He's yeah. too fast not to. Uh-huh. Hey, both both <laughs> these quarterbacks had a better fantasy day than Flacco. <laughs> Isn't that excellent? Mm-hmm. Are you gonna die over there, bud? You sound, I think I I think rough. I am. <laughs> The watching that the Flacco's performance made you that ill. It made me that ill. It was also that that night I was telling you about it a couple nights ago. The bar stayed open till like five a.m. because of what was happening. So mm. we were out real late with nobody to tell us to go home. <laughs> <laughs> you love love it, but Harrison Ford, dude, unbelievable, unbelievable. Be like, hey, do you drive a Chevy? <laughs> oh man so do such a troll move but anyway so Arizona at the Giants we both have the Giants Yay. right now yeah. are you gonna watch this game um, I'll probably I'll probably be red zoning it there's a lot of games I want to like hit pieces of yeah I mean red zone comes on and it shows them that's fine but am mm-hmm. I gonna be looking to watch this game in particular nah I mean, no. I don't think it, I think it'll be like fantasy fun, but not like real life fun. That'd be cool. I'd be okay with that. That's teams. pretty much what the Cardinals are this year. Yeah, and like the Giants too. <laughs> like at least there's a Barkley there because he's he's a he's not even the injury port anymore. He's back because he's superhuman. Um, but yeah, so for here in the bangers, I saw you put most of them. I did want to highlight one. I'm thinking you'll probably agree with, and that's. Evan Engram, yeah. right? I mean, this, this tight end defense. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! With Sterling Shepard out too, I yeah. believe he's done. So you got Golden Tate, Saquon, and Engram, and that's your trio. Yep. Yeah, it's guys. They're allowing like 
six more points than the next defense, like to tight ends. So like Tampa allows fourteen point seven fantasy points per game, and the Cardinals allow twenty point eight. That's how big the gap is. Literally just like, all right, we're targeting the tight end this yeah, week. They're allowing a hundred yards per game to tight ends and over a touchdown per game to tight ends. It's wild. Yeah. But yeah, assuming assuming everything was all good, it sounds like he's good to go. Um, he's obviously a smash play, and then I love Barkley this week too. I mean, obviously, oh god, yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah. But like, I, he's kind of like a guy I'm willing to pay up for in in daily fantasy because the Cardinals have a really deceptive like ranking, as I mentioned in the in the last show about some trends. Um, they're you know ninth in fantasy points allowed, but 21st in yards allowed to running backs. So that's a that's the biggest discrepancy by like a lot. So, they, the people have just been like passing on them, getting the touchdowns through the air, or not to running backs. So, it's kind of just a random thing that's bound to kind of bounce back. And who better than Barkley to take advantage? Oh yeah, he should have. He'll probably have one of his signature Barkley days. I assume so, but <laughs> like, just he gets a, a handoff at like the twenty, and then he's housing it. I honestly like. I expect like a sixty. Not <laughs> just like I should, but like I I. I'm kind of assuming he'll have one of those this game. Yeah, but. like a 60-yard rush, yep. Mm-hmm. Or catcher ends up being a catch, yeah. Classic Saquon. But also, Pat Pete is back, so, like, if you were thinking about, oh, maybe he'll try, was it Darius Slayton? I'm going to say pass on that this week, because I think that's who we'll be on, because um, Kate's going to be inside in the slot most of the time. Yep. So. Yeah, Tate moves around way too much. He's one of those receivers that generally avoids the number one corner because of where he's positioned on the field. And also, he's just a slippery motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Golden Tate just gets open, man. Yeah, I'd be I'd be surprised if Pat Pete was on Tate. So I guess he gets like a warm-up game with Darius Slayton. Yeah. Oof. And I'm assuming he can shut him down. I'm sure Tate will do fine fantasy wise too. He should be at least have a good floor of catches if mm-hmm. it doesn't find the end zone. Yeah, what's the what's the over under on this head now? I imagine it's gotten kind of high. Yeah, it's at I fifty and a half. It. Yeah, I think it should probably be a little higher. That's actually like that's the highest over under aside from uh, Atlanta and Rams. Well, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so, yeah, this one's got some nice fantasy juiciness to it. Um, you know, I'm all about the juiciness. So, um, Arizona side, who like, are you? Are you kind of on board with about anyone? I I don't think um, that Christian Kirk is going to play. He might, but I'm assuming it. Get, it seems like he won't. Oh, also, just got a notification about Mahomes. Um, Ooh. MRI is confirmed. He suffered dislocated kneecap. Tell the same thing, more or less. Um, but not significant initial damage, additional damage. But he's gonna Amazing. get extra check to be sure. But it sounds like there's no ligament stuff. So Amazing. So just, yeah, that's that's the fear. Uh huh. So you can breathe a sigh of relief, Jay Watt. Everything uh, is okay. Yeah, I know. I was like, Caleb texted me. He's like, so Raiders get the division now. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> if this is how it happens. It's sad, but I'll take it. I'll take it. But hey, you know, I mean, it, it's football, man. Yeah, they don't play the uh, Chiefs again for anyway. So, don't do they play? They don't play the Chiefs till like after the bye. After the Chiefs bye, I mean. Yeah, it's after their bye week when yeah. he would be definitely back. Yeah, but with no ligament damage, they might just take him out a, like a couple weeks. 
Yeah, I, I will get updates on it, I'm sure. But anyway, so receivers. Um, uh, I'm not sure on Christian Kirk's status, but it, do, it didn't sound super optimistic. But either way, I think whoever, any like, you know, him if it's Gerald or whoever is active of those two, uh, I seem like a good place to me. I'm looking to see how some of their guys have been doing. Because the, the Giants have two of like the worst corners in the league as far as like yards allowed per route run. Because we're talking about this, like they have two of the bottom guys, pretty much like bottom like five or six guys. I feel like you can do DJ and Chase Edmonds. Yes. So I honestly I agree. Like honestly, it might, it might just be this way from here on out. For, like I guess in good matchups is like David Johnson's. You're like you know top fifteen guy. And then admins is like your flex play. Yeah. Because, I mean, I think they're starting to figure out that they can use them both at the same time, and they're both very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, they're both such good receivers. Like, it, it doesn't, it makes sense to, you know, like, it doesn't make sense to only use one or, like, not get them a ton of receiving work. And that's what's been keeping DJ afloat. Yeah. So, I mean, I... oof. Yeah. Other than that, like the receivers, uh, have the Giants' corners been playing better, or are they just? They're just bad. They're just really bad. I thought I saw that they like the score against the Patriots. That game was actually super close for most of the game. Yeah, and it was. like I'm pretty sure they picked off Brady too. And then it was like the at the fourth quarter. Then they finally like put the nail in the coffin with like a fumble recovery, mm-hmm. but. They were kind of hanging in there. Yeah, I mean, it's a, is it a not not a, not a division game, but like a rivalry at least, if anything. But yeah, for sure, familiar opponents. But let's see. Yeah, Edelman had a good day because um, oh, yeah. Josh Gordon got hurt too, so it was really just just Edelman pretty much. Yeah, he had a really good matchup too. Yeah, because oh yeah, all the touchdowns were rushing because Brady just ran for two. Yeah, fucker. So, but, Brandon Bolden vultured the other. Mm-hmm. Classic, but yeah, Brady still hit over 300 yards passing. So for for that sake, so uh, I, I still a pretty vulnerable pass defense. They're I, I know they did hang in there, but that it, it did break open. So <coughs> yeah, I don't think the Cardinals are going to have any problem really scoring. <coughs> no, I, I mean neither team should. So this is kind of interesting. I'll have to look at the schedule, but the. Um, the Giants allowed the uh, fifth most receiving yards to running backs. Oof. So. Chase Edmonds and David Johnson. Yeah, it's, it's, I have this in like in the sheet here. I have like a separate column for like uh, like receiving work to running backs. And yeah, the uh, Giants are fifth worst. So Oof. it's kind of interesting. So, you know, high scoring game. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of about to bet to bet the over right now. I've been making bets all day. <laughs> yeah, 50's, 50 is high, or fifty and a half. I mean, I think a total of fifty one is pretty doable. Yeah, that sounds about. That sounds pretty doable. I say with the lack of defense here. Yeah, I do think they both get close to thirty, so I'm probably on the over. But or I mean, what is it? What be said the one time like. Who are the two really bad teams playing? Not 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 the Washington Miami game. There's another one where it's like these. When there's two really bad teams, it can either shoot out or just be shit. Like, yeah. 
And sometimes that happens. And these are two not great teams. But I think there's enough talent on the offense. Wasn't it the wasn't it Bengals Cardinals you were talking about that with? Yeah, and that ended up that ended up doing okay, but it, like for three quarters, it was gross. It was gross, <clears throat> just ineptitude. Yeah, so the, the Giants haven't really even played anyone with like, you know, any like super notable running backs. Like they played Zeke, and the Bills, and the Bucks, and the Redskins, and the Vikings, which would cook, but he. Uh, obviously, I'm sure he did. Then the Patriots too. He passed their running backs, but I mean, they have pretty much they have some pretty devoid uh, running back passing against them. So I think I think that's a nice plus with that too. But yeah, anything else you're thinking on this game? Either defense or kicker. Uh, probably neither um, defense. No, I would I would do both kickers and both quarterbacks for sure here. Cool. Um. So I kind of rambled on that game a bit. I was just kind of intrigued by the like shittiness on defense, the garbageness that is their ability to stop the yeah. other team from scoring. <laughs> the negative defense. All right. Next up, we have Houston at Indy. So here we're split. Uh, oh, we both had the Giants in the last game, by the way. Um, I have Indy. You have Houston here. Yeah, it's, I mean, this is a tough one. I just I'm sticking with Deshaun Watson. Gotcha. Um, but like, it's the Colts are a good fucking team, man. This is a tough, close divisional game. One that, uh, well, you've already got to start on that, so I'll let you talk about what normally happens when Indy plays Houston. <laughs> yeah, T.Y. Hilton kind of owns Houston. Um, and he's had good games with Jacoby Brissett this year, so I'm not like terribly worried or anything. But, I mean, that's just that's just kind of a thing that's usually a thing, is T.Y. owns Houston. Like Sometimes he's like, these divisional games, like once you have like enough of it, I think you can kind of be like, all right, this team is just not able to figure out how to stop this player just ever, mm-hmm. and that's how it goes. Yeah, and uh, I was on a Reddit ha- has like a bold predictions thread, and one of them that was great, I don't remember who said it, but they were basically like, Ty gets under two hundred receiving yards. <laughs> Everyone was like, whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Now that's, that's a spicy bold prediction right there. Yeah, and yeah, that's pretty much the sentiment of it. Ty owns Houston. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Houston. Houston's beatable against um, pretty beatable against uh, receivers. Um, it's kind of funny. Houston's actually the worst team against uh, pass catching running backs right now, like yardage wise. Interestingly, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I'm. I'm I'm, I'm not sure how I think this game's gonna like play out. I'm not like too confident on like anything particular here. Like, what are how are you seeing this playing out? I'm having a hard time with it too, man. I'm it's the running game I can't wrap my head around at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do think Brissett probably has a fine day. I yeah, don't think, you, you can like beat Houston's, him to the air. Yeah, Houston's secondary is pretty mediocre, so Ty should be fine. I wish we had some more pass catchers like receivers that were healthy like Campbell or uh fucking Funchess so we're kind of just rolling with TY and then maybe like the tight ends and then probably Marlon Mack and Naheem Hines yeah this is like this is kind of tough just cuz I this should be like a quote unquote shootout like I think Marlon Mack can potentially have a pretty good game too but I don't think it will be though. 
Like I think this is probably a twenty-seven twenty-four game. Yeah, I, I don't see. I don't think Houston's gonna get much going on the ground this game because Indy's run defense isn't spectacular, but it's good though. It's good at least, yeah. They also, I mean, another thing definitely with the Colts is their injuries, which I'm gonna look yeah. at right now because yeah, they. What about Darius Leonard? Is he? What's his status? That, that's the guy I'm looking for first. Because that's uh, yeah, he's that's all good. He's okay. all good. That's now, they don't have Justin Houston, and I believe Malik Hooker is still hurt, too. Gotcha. Let me pull up how um, they fare like with him without Leonard, because it, it's a, an absurd difference how they are with, with him without him. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's like their Luke Keekley. Uh-huh. Except, you know, not white. Yeah. <laughs> Darius Leonard. All right. So but He has Leonard in his name. That's a white name. <laughs> Keekly is a pretty white last name. Yeah, I feel like so. But yeah, Hooker is doubtful at the moment. Houston just didn't practice, but he might. He's only questionable, so he might just be like a the resting him. He'll play though. Gotcha, gotcha. But yeah. Yeah, this I think this will be a close game. I, I it's not. I don't think it's a huge bump for. This is one of those things where it's a good close game, and I don't think it's a huge bump for anyone in particular in like an enormous way. I mean, that sounds fair. Mm-hmm. Um. So is this the week we finally get DeAndre Hopkins like blowing up? Probably. <laughs> like it's gonna happen. <laughs> it's just like when. Divisional matchup, like. I can see it. I for what it's worth, I'm not high on Fuller this week. He just traditionally hasn't done well against the Colts. Hmm. Like I was looking at his games in the past. He had one decent game, but you know, four catches, forty yards, touchdown. But other than that, it's nothing. Yeah, I'm gonna look up DeAndre Hopkins game logs uh versus Colts. Just so I can get a gauge here. Um That's a mixed bag. I get I mean obviously his quarterback play is what has made it rough in the past, but having Deshaun Watson is, you know, a big boost. So, I think in divisional games, these close divisional games, like, it always ends up being, like, the stars, like, your main stars that really work out. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and say I think it's going to be a good Hopkins week. Hell yeah. It's like, i kind I'm, of been, like, feeling that. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, personally probably still forced to start Fuller mm-hmm. because... All of my receivers are on by outside of him, but really? <laughs> I'm not super high on him. Yeah, when you're on that bye week gauntlet, but yep. and then I, I think I think I'm okay with playing either kicker here personally. I am too. I do like Vinny because he has the home advantage, mm-hmm. and I think like it is a pretty close game. Uh, but Fairbairn should do fine too. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. um, for reference, the total in this game is at 47, and Indy's a one point favorite. 47. I mean, yeah, that's 24-23. Yep. Uh, that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. This is going to be a good one. I'll definitely want to watch this one some. Yeah, this will be a fun divisional matchup. I'll probably throw this one on. I want to see Watson and Hopkins connection. Yep. Um, but a divisional matchup that's probably not going to be that fun to watch. Uh, we have Miami at Buffalo. What? Oh, we both have Buffalo. 17, 17 point underdogs. Yep. And I, I believe I, uh, Rosen will be back. Yeah, I think they. So they actually announced Fitzpatrick is going to start. Did they? Yeah, 
I don't know. What? So, because here's what happens is, if you bring Fitzpatrick in later, he he's better, and then you might win on accident. So right, right. So they want to start with him, so he's bad from this. Yeah, gotcha. Then you bring Rosen in and be like, oh, we you know we he wasn't playing well, we made a switch. So there there was I don't remember where it was. I have to try to find it. There was a cool quote of, like from Fitzpatrick about like helping out Rosen, kind of thing, and like just like the mental aspect of it too. Because Fitzpatrick's the guy who's like. Obviously, been a starter, been Benjamin Trader. Like he's like, he has to have that like mental ability, like mental maturity, emotional maturity to really like just play regardless. And it's not oh, like yeah. trying to like help kind of instill that into Rose and like help Rose and like shake it off more or less. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if there is a guy with more mental fortitude than Ryan Fitzpatrick yeah. to be <laughs> cut, cut, signed. Come in for the injured guy, signed for a huge deal, cut, signed like six times. <laughs> yeah, it's, his career has been wild. Like, this is like one of his many games against the former team. So, <laughs> right. I mean, you have that any given week at this point. <laughs> so I don't think that's particularly a revenge game. I don't even th- like let's even remember his time on the Bills. I mean, <laughs> w- weren't the weren't the Bills his first team? I think they were his first team, but it could have been an AFC South too. I think I think he was with the Bills originally because he went Bills to Bengals. I think because I thought he beat the Bengals and then went to them. Right? Oh no, he started. Oh, other way around. Sorry. He so he started in St. Louis, then Cincinnati, then Buffalo for a few years. My bad. Maybe he beat Buffalo and went there. That might be it. Mm. I always forget he started with the Rams. Yeah, and he's been on so many teams. <laughs> Uh, and he balled out for the Jets in 2015, yeah, and then was garbage the next year. He's at eight now. I we once he retires, I'm gonna. I really want to get and make just a like Frankenstein Fitzpatrick jersey. Oh yeah, just all of them together. Ooh. And that'd be great. You have most of the AMC South. Yeah, all, all of them but the Pats. That's funny, but anyway. So that, yeah. That's just a, I don't know, I thought that was cool to see like he's trying to be as good of a mentor as he can for Rosen. There's always next year. Mm-hmm. Do the AFC East get the crown? Yeah, I feel so bad for Rosen. I know. It really feels like he's just been in the worst situation constantly. Yeah, no, like literally no quarterback could salvage this. I think. I I really don't see how any could. No, nah, but anyway, for the game itself. Um, Buffalo has a great chance to, you know, really ball out here. Uh, Buffalo D is my first banger. Oh, yeah. They should be started in every capacity. Yep. Um, <coughs> I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be really torn on do I pay up for the Buffalo D in, in DFS this week. I think I might end up being worth it. So I'll figure that out. <laughs> I feel like you could get some sneaky cheap plays, though, this week. Yeah, that's always the tough part is, like, normally – I don't pay for defenses, but these Dolphins are just, like, a new level of bad. Like, you know in SpongeBob when it's like, this is advanced darkness. Like, yes, exactly. That's what we have here. Uh, this is advanced tanking. They're tanking on life, so. Yep, they don't yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. But that being said, I, I mean, kind of, you can go with anyone on Buffalo. I'm not sure about John Brown. I haven't heard any updates on him since he's, like, came up with like a groin like limited at practice so if he's fine you play him um jalen either running back honestly gore and then singletary is like a you know flex type of guy 
Yeah, so I'm in starting both of them in Dynasty this week. <laughs> As of right now, I'm starting both Gore and Singletary. I mean, it's seems reasonable. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think they both not. could do. They both could have good games. They both could have great games if they like. They don't even have to throw the ball. Yeah, like Singletary is, has made some like really good big plays too. Like, oh yeah, it could be seventy thirty split, and they could both get awesome days. That's kind of what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping it's like a 70-30 split because that'll Gore needs that to, for translation, like to translate to value, but Singletary doesn't. Mm-hmm. So like the uh, Cowboys Dolphins game, like the they're rushing in there. So like Zeke and Pollard both had 100 yards rushing. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm not touching anyone from. The Dolphins, we had this discussion last episode. They're just utterly unusable. Yes. I think so. I don't, yeah, there's nobody I can trust on the team. I've heard I some mean, people... Drake is about to get traded, it sounds like. Yeah, I've heard some people bring up Kenyon Drake as possibly usable. If anything, just because... Just only, only in PPR. Because he had, what, nine targets last week? <clears throat> I yeah. mean, it is possible that... Because he's on the trade block, he wants to showcase himself. So, like, yeah. you know, Kenny Drake a, is. I'm oh, sorry, good. Like he just, yeah. I mean, he just wants to showcase himself so he can get traded to a good team. So yeah, maybe he, he tries his hardest. Maybe the Dolphins showcase him too. But he has, aside from week one, he has gotten five targets every week. So, Kenny Drake in PPR only because his touchdown equity is almost zero. Um, <laughs> like. He is a like usable asset in PPR. He's not my favorite even because his ceiling's really low, but he you know will get you some points. Um, but aside from that, because I don't even care about that. That's just that's just literally like a oh um, the buys are hurting or like oh I'm a huge favorite. I just don't want a zero kind of mm-hmm. thing. So, but yeah, get your six points. Because mm. like he can get you know ten fifteen PPR points and you'll be like all right I didn't die this week. So yeah. But otherwise, no. Um, and that's that game. So Minnesota at Detroit. <laughs> right now, we both have Detroit. Yeah, that's interesting. I didn't think you would take them. I'm I definitely have, on them. I put a question mark by it because I'm unsure still. Okay. okay. But I don't know. For now, I'm going Detroit. I may change it. I don't know. <clears throat> there is still a trend of the Vikings this year. And that trend is that they cannot be good defenses. Yeah. And I do think the Lions have a good defense. Yeah, Kirk Cousins is good against uh, bad teams. Yeah, he doesn't get the Eagles starting two backup corners this week. He gets <laughs> Darius Slay and the Lions. So it's going to be a lot tougher. Um, yeah, my They're all... heavy favorites. Oh, my goodness. Who's, who's favored? Well, like on ESPN, they've got this – as like a 62% Minnesota uh, on Bovada, like it's all, it's a really close split. Yeah, Vikings so the public's on Minnesota. Favorites. Okay. Yeah, Vikings are, they're one and a half point favorites now. Started as a pick on totals wow. pretty low, 43 and a half. I mean, the only thing that like makes me a little nervous is um, Detroit's kind of a run funnel and Minnesota wants to run. Yeah, so I do think this should be a Cook game, which is I'm glad you put that because that was my first thought too. Yeah, I mean that makes the most sense I, just as far as how it's going to play out, but I'm not sure. Like, 
That's the one, that's the one reason I'm like iffy on picking Detroit is because it sets up to go how you know they have Minnesota wants it to go, but yeah, I'm looking to see. I know there are definitely some uh, injuries too that to keep an eye on as far as. They're all on Detroit's uh, defense, so like Mike Daniels, Quandre Diggs, Deshaun Hand, or all part guys. Of why. That... I think that's part of why I had the question mark too. Yeah, if they're all back, definitely going with the Lions. But like they're missing all those guys, and it's a lot tougher. Yeah, this is one I'm going to be checking back like Sunday at like 11:30, like making a making my final decision on. But okay, so fantasy plays though. Um, Dalvin Cook and I. For bangers, I said cook, and that's it, because I don't think it's going to have like, any spectacular game by any means. I mean, I think Thielen will be fine. It's a tough game to pick Diggs, though. Yeah, I, I think it is. I think the upside for the passing game is kind of limited. Yep. So I'm not, I'm not like huge on any of it, but that one cook game. Um, but uh, what about Detroit side? Where are you at there? Now, I could be wrong, but isn't this usually Marvin Jones week? So, yeah, Galladay is going to have Rhodes on him. Yes. So, Who is a big corner? So, like, the size matchup is a little bit more. Yeah, Rhodes, like, he's able to shut down those, like, big stud guys. So, yeah, uh, I remember the Marvin Jones catch, I think it was last year against the Vikings. Did he get touchdowns against them like, in a game? Was it last yep. year before or something like that? Yep. So I guess I'm on the Mar- the Marvin Jones week. Not super... It's hard for me to pick Galladay. Uh, like, he might still be fine, but it's Galladay. Yeah, it's, it, you assume they'll try to shadow him as much as possible. Yeah, but I'm on, I'm on Marvin Jones instead. And... Uh, not really sure what to think about the tight ends at the moment between Rudolph or Hawk. Uh, I'm not really enthused either way, particularly. I think the Lions have been... Were they on your thing for tight ends last week? Yeah, so they are the defense that has been, quote-unquote, the luckiest against tight ends because they've allowed, um, like, 10th most yards or something, but they've not a lot of any touchdowns, so, like, the fantasy points have, like, kind of not been there. But tight end, because they did, they have faced Erson Kelsey, right? Yeah, so. Yes. That is, you know, worth noting, at least. And I thought they really bottled up Kelsey well. They let him catch it, but nothing after. Yeah, this one of the things where, like, it's there, but it's also tight end, so I don't want to take it too. I don't want to put too much stock on it. Yeah, I'm not really feeling any Rudolph vibes. Like, no, yeah, I don't, I don't want to touch any of the Viking Titans, regardless. So that's like the gist of it, though. Is aside from any of that, like, yeah, no. <laughs> um, Hawkinson. Um, oh, actually, okay, I could maybe get behind Hawkinson here. He's a maybe for me right now. He's a maybe. So like, I'm just thinking about. I, I think the Vikings will be able to get enough pressure on. Um, the lines, like offensive line, just to, you know, make the outlet needed. Ah, I hear you. So it's one of the, it's, it's one of the, it's the safety valve call kind of thing. Yeah. They'll put enough pressure on Stafford off to dump it off fast. And who better but the tight end splitting off. Yeah, that's, that's sort of where I'm at with it. And then, as far as Minnesota is, you know, 
Um, how are they against tight ends anyway? Have they even played any tight ends? <laughs> Who have they played? Well, That's... they played Ertz and uh, Ertz and Goddard. Oh, okay. Um, let's see their schedule. Yeah, but I, I mean, this could be a, a hawk week because I'm thinking, okay, their run defense is pretty solid, at least decent enough, and then if Kenny Galladay is getting you know locked up by Rhodes. <laughs> well, so they played Hooper week one, who decimated them. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they had the Packers, who are not—I mean, not really. Don't they don't really? Yeah. Have tight ends, and part and part of the Hooper blow up was because they were getting pressure on Matt Ryan, and he was kind of the outlet. But, yeah. Right, so who else did they play? Packers on the, yeah. there, and then the Raiders, which oh, well, didn't Waller do well? I think Waller did do well. I think it's a pretty good game. I feel like he had like a. They had like a hundred yard game or something. Anyway, keep going. Uh, yeah, Darren Waller, thirteen receptions, hundred thirty four yards. Yeah. Okay. Okay, we're rolling with something now. Now they had the Bears. I don't think they had Burton this week. Nah, Bears aren't really a tight end team. No. So Nick's on the Bears, and then you've got um, the Giants, but they didn't have Engram. Mm. I don't think. No, I don't think so. Let me check. I think Engram got hurt. Well, he had six receptions for 42 yards, but then he was out the next week. So okay. he might not have finished the game. Gotcha. That might be it. And then we had the Eagles. Let's see. Who? Uh, Ertz and Goddard collectively had nine receptions for 102 yards. Each okay. of them were, yeah, were four for 54 and five for 48. So they were allowing a lot of yardage to them. All right, so... I think we might have found something here. Yeah, this could be a uh, Jesse James week. <laughs> <laughs> so Minnesota is actually allowing the, I think it's, let me, let me make sure my math's not terrible here. Um, it would be the seventh most yards allowed to tight ends for what that's worth. Oh, getting the hot take, Siren. Uh, that's Hawkinson Siren Hawkinson going Hawkinson week, off. Siren, let's go. So yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, we're getting Gronkinson this week, not Blockinson. Actually, they're not, that's the only downside, okay, is that are we going to get too much Blockinson for a tomato, though? Or, uh, yeah, that's the only downside. But I, I like I like the Hawkinson call. I like, I like him as a stream. <laughs> this is going to be Gronkinson or Blockinson. Yeah, that's that's literally how I have it. It's a, some weeks it's one, that's like two targets, and he's blocking the whole game. He's Blockinson. Yep. Oh, he, that's perfect. He's he, so good at both, you can't knock yeah. him for it. That's the thing, and that so it was Gronk, and that's why I like. I, yeah. <laughs> uh, so all right, amazing. yeah, I'm, I'm a, I like, I like the hot call. It's not, it's, it's sort of riskier, but it, it makes enough sense at this point that I'm, I like it. Well, so I've sometimes I have this thing that happens in fantasy where I look at the person I'm playing, and I can tell that their entire team is gonna blow up. Uh, like it's one of those weeks and yeah. I got, re- I like had that feeling against Andy this week because he had Philip Lindsay. He has T Y he has Hawkinson. Um, and he has Russell Wilson against Baltimore. So I'm just like, Oh God, he could have the number one scoring person at like four different positions this uh. week. So him having Hawkinson, that's making me like, I feel like he's probably going to blow up. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like that. that that's, We'll we'll make that like our like tight end. I, I he's probably not a like I don't know if anyone's starting consistently. He's probably owned, but he's probably on a bench. I think he's like you can, I don't know if we can call him a tight end stream or not, but 
tight end stream. Maybe like he can be like our sleeper call, maybe. Yeah. Because then, like, let me check his ownership. Because like, I'm sure like after his blow up week, he's owned enough and wasn't dropped. That I don't know if he'll have like a low enough ownership to be a real stream. Should I start three tight ends? So I have two flexes. <laughs> I'm gonna start three tight ends. So okay, Hawkinson is 58% owned on ESPN right now. So I, he's I could I could say he might be count as a stream. Yeah, he's uh, yeah 58 is not that high. It's good, but it's not there yet. Yeah, if if we think of anyone else, we can toss him in. But um, I think I'm okay with either defense this game actually. Personally, Uh yes, agreed. I, I, I do think it's probably you should pick the one you think's gonna win, but yeah. I think you can pick either of them. Mm, and then, um, kickers. How are you? I'm not. So how are oh, you? Oh, I love. Yeah, I love the kickers this week. Gotcha. Uh, well, mostly Prater, just at home. Like I don't think he does what he did last week, but I do think he gets a few. <laughs> Holy Prater week! I can't. I'm sorry. Like <laughs> I feel bad winning because of the kicker, not because of Kenny. Like if Kenny had gone off, then it's like all right. Well, it's Kenny, yeah. but he. 21 <laughs> not Prater points yeah Prater it, it was a barber because I lost by like less than six and I was like if Malcolm Brown gets one of those goal line carries in or like yeah it was, it was tilting but and Hooper going out was a bummer or sorry Cooper I mean but yeah Prater blew up last week <laughs> but um I don't know on in low total games I'm not huge on the kicker but in like a close home game like in a close game I, the home kicker makes a lot of sense so that can sometimes pay off a lot yeah, I think he'll still get you like eight to ten. Mm-hmm. But and he's a good, good kicker, so that helps. So yeah, uh, playing a Minnesota kickers. <laughs> so next up, we've got Oakland at Green Bay. So I had Oakland already, and I'm feeling better about that now. Actually, it's sounding like all three of Adams, uh, MVS, and Allison, um, they all missed practice today. Oof. So they may all be out. Okay. I mean, if that happens, then I'll probably take Oakland too. But right now I'm sort of banking on at least probably two of them get back in there. Yeah. That's, but that's rough. But What are their respective injuries, I wonder? I'm not sure. Yeah, they, none of them practiced today. Like, they haven't practiced, like, all week. So Allison is chest slash concussion. MVS is ankle slash knee. Graham is back. Mm-hmm. And Adams is still with the toe. Gotcha. Zoinks. Yeah. Yeah, so let's leave Alan Lazard and Jake Kumaro. <laughs> so, so, okay, so... Jamal I'll, Williams. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get... I'm going to defend the Raiders take even more now. So I had MVS Devontae, but they might be both out. I don't, oops, I don't know where I want to go with that. So, um, I like Jacobs a lot this week. So, um, the Packers are a run funnel already. Um, I can pull it up, but they, a lot of their they know a lot, a lot of production to running backs and not much to the passing game. So let me pull up exactly, but yeah, that, they're a run funnel. They're one of the teams who's been a run funnel. We've kind of talked about them a lot. And then Raiders offensive line is pretty good. Um, let me check on Trent Brown, but Gabe Jackson might be back this week too. And Incognito's been playing well, so their offensive line is you know probably like top ten. Um, I'd say or near top ten. They're a, they're a good unit right now. I thought um, they just lost someone, though. It might be Trent Brown. He, um, yeah, I think it was Trent Brown. What? Let me check. Um, oh, God. There was also someone brought a uh, 
He's, apparently his ex-girlfriend has filed a civil suit against him for alleged domestic violence, which is, you know... Yeah, who is that? Trent Brown, the one who looks like yeah. uh, Franklin the Turtle. Oh, God. <laughs> I think he missed practice uh, Thursday. Uh, he does with, look like Franklin the Turtle. Yeah, with a calf, I think. Um, if he if he's able to play um, along with, you know, everyone else healthy, that's huge. Yeah. But... Their line is definitely way better. It's back to like that form the year they went to the playoffs, actually. Yeah. Well, no Trent Brown hurt here. a lot, though, because he's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Although, they might be getting Gabe Jackson back, so it might help balance out. But their line is pretty solid. Um, Oakland's a, sorry, Oakland, uh, Green Bay's a run funnel. And then, um, I I don't think, like, if it's, it's sounding like all three of those guys might be out. So if that's the case, Green Bay is going to be lacking a lot of firepower. And um, Oakland, I know we kind of brought this up, but they've actually kind of been a uh, pass funnel. Like they've been pretty solid against the run for what it's worth. Mm-hmm. So, um, now what about like running backs that receive out of... I'll pull it up right now. Take a gander here. Well, let's see who they played. Um, they've been... Because I think it's probably another Jamal Williams week. Gotcha. They've they've been in the top third as far as receiving yardage and fantasy like receiving fantasy points to running backs and then right sorry I mixed that up um so they're thirteenth in yards and seventh in fantasy points and then overall to running backs they're eleventh in yards and seventh fantasy points so now the Eagles were able to run on them on the Packers yeah yeah you can run on the Packers I'm like I'm like looking at yeah I was looking at um. Oakland there. Yeah, the Packers yeah. are a team that you want to run on them. That's their weakness there. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to get to the Raiders here. Here yeah, we go. The Raiders have a pretty decent, pretty solid run defense. Yeah, it looks like Cohen was 6 for 39 with uh, when they had Chase Daniel, and he likes Cohen. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think um, we're going to have Trubisky back this week, but it's different. Anyway, go Yeah, ahead. just in general, like, of receivers. That's a good point, though. We probably will have him back. Um... Naheem Hines was 6 for 39 as well. So there is a trend. Good amount of catches, but not a whole lot of yardage. Yeah, so they do, it seems like they do a good job, good job containing mm-hmm. on that. Interesting. So, yeah, I'm, like, really concerned about the Packers being able to get much going. Um, because if they're, like, if their pass game is so hampered, it's kind of makes me nervous on that. And I was thinking Oakland had a chance to upset anyway. Because I thought they're oh there might not be Devonte Adams, but now if all three are gone, it's just like well fuck. Yeah, I mean if all three are gone, I probably will take Oakland here because I I'm also sort of in the boat that it shouldn't be a blowout. And like yeah, they have Rogers, but Rogers still has to throw it to someone. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I, I think I didn't. Jimmy Graham might be one of the main guys this week. The Raiders have been susceptible to tight end. I'll, I can pull up exactly who they've played, but um. Like their their yardage, fantasy points, a lot of tight end, like their production a lot, like it's disproportionately to the tight end. So, if if there's any week when you want to say, oh Jimmy Graham, this would make the most sense. So I'm gonna put him as a stream. Okay, I'll see how owned he is. Watch him to laugh when he's less owned than Hawk <laughs> or something. Right. About the same. So, Graham Grammar Hawk, I think, can be um, the Grammar Hawk. So basically, every game the Raiders have allowed the running back, like the receiving running back, to get somewhere between four and six catches, 
but they haven't done anything with it. Gotcha. None of them have capped 40 yards. Hmm. It's kind of, it's like, that's odd. I don't like know how I feel about that, but yeah, it's, it is odd. Like they have allowed four to six every single week, but that none of them have eclipsed technically 39 yards. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Huh, huh, huh. So I, I mean, I guess maybe Jamal Williams gets some PPR appeal there, but that's kind of my th- my thought on it. That Jamal Williams gets some PPR appeal. <laughs> yeah. So looking at Raiders versus tight ends, they played Travis Kelsey, and then they played the Broncos, the Vikings, the Colts, and the Bears. So um, Ebron had like a long touchdown, but otherwise the tight ends that game did nothing. So like they have not played like. Aside from Kelsey, they play pretty limited tight end talent, and they've been pretty susceptible to the tight end. So I think that's where that's where I want to go here. Like Irv Smith had a solid day against them. So that's that's that sets up for Jimmy Graham to have a pretty usable day, I'd say. But yeah, back to Jacobs. He's my bold prediction. I'm I'm thinking 120 total yards and two total TDs. Oof. I'm, I'm on him this week. I, I really like it. I, I felt good about it against the Bears. It worked, and I've, I'm still on the train here, personally. Bold predictions. Spicy. Yeah. So spicy. Right. Road running back, yeah, it's tough to really get there, but I, I like it this week. I'm feeling good about it. Well, part of it is the game script that you're predicting also sort of lends to it, too, which makes sense. Because yeah, you know, stays close too. right? They'll be in the lead. They'll be able to run with the ball. Like they'll keep the game in control and just pound Jacobs. Yeah, I, I don't think Green Bay's gonna have the firepower to like make this game get like. I don't think they're gonna get like more than a seven point lead. Like I don't. <laughs> that's just, right. It's gonna be it's gonna be within a score most of the time. I feel like so. Agreed. Uh, any kickers or defenses you're on? I'm kind of like eh on them. I kind of think uh, I put Crosby. I kind of think Crosby might do okay because, like you said, with them having limited receiving options, they might be able to just not capitalize yeah. very well. So they might move the ball sometimes with various guys, but not have very good sustained drives, which to me means Crosby could have a good week. I could see that. I, yeah, that makes sense. Crosby's always kind of a, a thought, at least because he's just talented. So. Yeah, he's pretty talented. He had like one bad year, and they stuck with him, and he turned it around. Good to see. Good old, good old Mason. Such a white name. Oh man. Yeah, yeah, we were just talking about how that's the whitest yeah. name. <laughs> Next up, we've got uh, Jacksonville at Cincinnati. We both have Jacksonville. Hi. Uh, pretty, I think pretty handily. Um, I think their defense is a good start. Yeah. So actually, Jacksonville is my lock. So. Are they really? Yeah. Oof, yeah. Yeah, I picked up their defense in my homer league because I needed one real bad. So that's who I'm rolling with this I, I would feel good about it. But Fournette is like the easy, easy play here. Like, Yeah, this could be a Fournette week. He should just trounce them. I think that's a yep. proper word. Yeah, and Minshew is going to be benefiting a lot from it too because we know how involved in the passing game Fournette is now too like mm. on top of it so I think it makes both of them good options yeah I'll, I'll be surprised if Fournette is not a top three running back this week another bold prediction yeah well no because only guy so like Saquon yeah Saquon Cook, Jacobs and Fournette yeah like Fournette Jacobs or maybe Carson like there's not like 
I don't I don't think Zeke should I don't think Zeke will have a huge week. But like for I think Fournette has like the best chance to be the top guy this week. I, I like him and Saquon, I think too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean Zeke is also gonna benefit a lot from having Amari Cooper. So if they don't have Amari Cooper, Zeke is probably not gonna have a good game. Yeah. It sounds like last thing I saw since I thought Cooper, but we'll get to that in that game. But yeah, dude, Bengals are down some of their trash corners, so they're down they're down to trashier corners. Oof! So Yikes. Chart should just eat, right? It's gonna be I'm, Tony yeah. McRae and B.W. Webb trying to cover. Huh. <laughs> Who? <laughs> so yeah, Chart gonna mint you by extension. I, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm fine with all of that. And then Jacksonville defense obviously makes sense here. I, I don't think I want any Bengals. There's no Bengal I want. I mean, like, Mixon has technically a good matchup. The Like, Jags are not great against the run this year in terms of fantasy, but just... They just don't, they don't, don't want to use they him. They don't want to use him. They're not utilizing him whatsoever. <laughs> so I'm off pretty much every Bengal. Yeah, it's it's gross. It's just real gross, man. It's gross. Yeah, like looking at looking at his game logs here, like Joe Mixon. Um, yeah, it's it's not appealing. And like he started out the I think the Arizona game. He started out so well, and then it just stopped. I know. Yeah, he's got one touchdown on the year. Like his touchdown upside is like non-existent almost. Ugh. Gross. But yeah, like imagine what he could do. What we saw, we saw McCaffrey do to the Jags. Yeah. Two weeks ago. Oh my god. Yeah, it, it, it's it's there as like non-zero chance. Yep. But <laughs> that's all I'll give them, just because the line is so trash, man. The line is garbage, and Zach Taylor is just their offense looks so bad. Yeah, I mean, like, I okay, I don't. I don't know if I'm ready to trash Jack Taylor yet because, like, okay, I know he's not using Mixon a ton, but, like, is anything going to really work with the the team, like, the offensive line they have, the team they have? like Not with that line. Yeah. I mean, their line is just... Uh, it's hard for me to trash Jack Taylor on it, but... So this could be a Saxonville week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I really think it could be a lot of a lot of sacks. We might get, like, you know, just some classic Andy Dalton... Although, okay, I will say Andy Dalton, like as much as I love the shit on him, aside from his primetime game, he has not been the problem. Oh my god, the like I'm looking at the Bengals page right now, and it is just tragedy, like written. So everyone out: William Jackson and Drake Kirkpatrick starting corners. Also, don't have Green back yet. They don't have Carl Lawson, their guard John Miller, or tackle Andre Smith. Uh, Carlos Dunlap is also doubtful defensively, who's basically their only good defensive player. I just saw they suspended their tackle, Cordy Glenn, for internal discipline for against Jacksonville. So, like, if they're not tanking this game... <laughs> yeah, they're they're tanking for two. Uh, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Yep, this is a... Not a week to pick the Bengals. I'm so excited for the Tua Bowl in Week 16 between the Bengals and the Dolphins, man. Do they play? Yeah, they do play. Week 16, I'm pretty sure. Week 16, oh my god. someone They're going to tie. They're going to fucking tie. <laughs> and they're just going to fucking 
tell the NFL to figure it out. Would they go to point differential? Would yeah, they no, go I mean, to that? There's, like, there's all sorts of records that it goes to, but if they're all trash the whole time, then, like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I guess point differential is the last tiebreaker. I don't know. I mean, that might be, in which case the Dolphins look pretty good. <laughs> yeah, who's, like, the worst worst? Because Cincinnati is minus 62, and that's really bad. But, yeah, the minus 138, man. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, woof. <laughs> woof. Woof. <laughs> it's hard to believe Atlanta and Washington have the same record. Because, like, Atlanta well, feels like a way better team, but... <coughs> well, they didn't play the Dolphins. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't... <laughs> yeah, the Dolphins are like a freebie there. The Redskins should be winless still, let's be honest. Yeah, it's quite a... What a time to be alive here, man. What a time to be alive. Let's tell you what, the Raider, Raiders would be a wild card right now, and <laughs> if only. So anyway, so yeah, we not on the Bengals, all on Jacks. They're yeah. your lock. I have them in. I'm picking their defense for fantasy. Yeah, it's, it makes sense. We're getting a lot of tangents today. Anyway, um, next game we have Rams at Atlanta. Both have the Rams, and this is actually uh, your lock. Yeah, this is my lock. Guy, I mean, I think Dan Quinn is, like, now just waiting to get fired. <laughs> and once that's, like, in the system, like, it, the, the team's not at ease until it just finally happens. Yeah, it's like you're no, you know you're about to get dumped, but, like, you're not going to initiate it because you're like, well, maybe it could work out, but then you're, like, you're kind of expecting it, and then eventually it's going to happen, and everyone's going to be, you know, all the better for it. So I, I was thinking about it last night about, like, it, a defensive coach and if you have a good defensive scheme like generally but it's not working because the team that you have can't execute it correctly then you need to change your defensive scheme and like if you're one of these coaches that can't do that that makes you a bad coach <laughs> yeah I've, I've always agreed with that like if you can't change your stuff to your talent then you're not a good coach yeah, you have to adapt to what you have around you, um, which it like it's not happening in Atlanta. No, it's not. It's a bummer, but yeah, we were talking last week. They were running schemes that were the right scheme for the for what was happening on the field offensively, and it just it couldn't be executed whatsoever. So like, they're not making adjustments. I think Dan Quinn is on his way out. It's hard for me to take Atlanta. But, I mean, the thing about Atlanta is their offense is still so fun to watch that this should be a high-scoring, fun game. Yeah, yeah, this thing has the highest total, though. Like, I'm not sure if Ramsey's going to play. Because, like, if Ramsey doesn't play, then it's like, oh, wonderful high total. Like, that, too. The more oh, I've yeah. read and heard, it sounds like it's kind of getting more towards unlikely that they'll get Ramsey in for this game. See, that's what I was saying the other night. Like, it's when they trade for somebody, they want to get them integrated so, like, they don't always play that first week. Ooh, sorry, but, yeah, I, yeah so it's seeming like they're going to wait, which that would be great for, you know, our, our fantasy. So, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. for it. Yeah, me too. Keep him out. <laughs> but, yeah, the, the total is at 55 now. It's in the dome. Ramp saver by three. So, uh, Yeah, I mean, it's not going to be a huge gap in points. Yeah, I mean, Atlanta Atlanta's games are, good. 
yeah, they're good to get 30 if the Rams get 38, you know, 34. Yeah, so on on the players, so I do like golf a lot. Um, I think I think Ridley, and I, assuming I guess no Ramsey, Julio too, I like both of those guys. Um, mm-hmm. In some capacity, the Rams running back should have a good day, but I'm not 100% sure how that's going to roll. We don't know who it's going to be yet. Gurley's questionable and Brown is questionable. If both of them are out, then you got to go with Henderson. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. I, if we end up getting like no Gurley and Brown is active, I'm going I'm to go Brown. But oh, absolutely. But like, yeah, Brown is questionable too at the moment. I know. Ugh. Yeah, I, I, even if Gurley's active, I'm not going to touch him because we saw last year the, the fucking like decoy bullshit they had, or like the, just the gamesmanship, whatever you want to call it. Oh. Yeah, and he did not practice today. Yeah, I don't. Brown. I don't feel great about anything girly adjacent. Yeah, so it is a lot contingent on Brown. If Brown's good to go, I think you start him. Um, if he's not good to go and Gurley's not good to go, then you. I mean, Henderson's the next man up. Yeah, it's getting wild over here, um, man. So, Mash Dan Quinn. Um, huh. <laughs> yeah, obviously you're playing Matt Ryan. I, I think people are going to be scared of Goff after last week, but the previous two weeks he'd gotten a shitload of yards. So mm-hmm. I'm yeah. not too worried about Goff. No, by all accounts, especially the running backs are banged up. He should have a baller week. I'm not worried about him. I'm uh, I'm looking to, at their wide receivers real quick. No, yeah. So you. I'm good with any of them. Like. I think they're all playing too, right? Yeah, they all seem like they have five matchups. Um, yep, Cooks, Woods, and Cup are all in. Um, hmm. Definitely feeling some uh, some Cooks love. It was torched him when he was with the Saints. Yeah, the thing is, like, yeah, we haven't had a huge like Woods week yet. And the that's fact- true. So like, I was like, is it gonna happen? Like he had a pretty good game before against Tampa, but that's because they passed for an utter shitload. But yeah, I mean the Falcons. Well, who's the Will Fuller in this? That's the thing. I guess Brandon Cooks. Maybe I don't don't know. Maybe it is Woods because they both play outside and Cups inside. But like Atlanta's super beatable on the outside, so yeah. And but I mean, you still have to start Cup. Yeah, I like you can like all of these guys are playable. Like I honestly like. I don't think I'd play golf with all three, but like if I'm, you know, playing some tournaments or something, or even if I've got two of these receivers in a league, I'm okay playing two of them with golf or something. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, high scoring. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna definitely say cup. It's, I mean, it's gonna be cup and then one of Cooks or Wood. I just don't know who because I'm not that good. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else that you're on? What maybe like uh, Everett? Any love for him? Uh. I mean, he's not somebody I, like, look to be starting. I'm probably not going with him this week. Yeah, he yeah. could do something, obviously. It's you know, it's going to be so easy for everyone else. Is what yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah so I'm, I, I agree with you there. I mean, he's been fine, but I'm not jumping on it. Um, as far as uh, Goff goes, like, where do you think he finishes this week? I guess Goff and Ryan. Well, Ryan is, like, good for a top-five finish most weeks. Uh, he's He's been balling out this year, man. Uh, I mean, he's gotten 35 points the past two weeks. Yeah, he's, I don't he's think hit. He has, so he's probably going to get, like, 27, 28 this week. 
He's had 300 yards every game this year. I mean, I think Goff is going to be good. I think he'll do fine. I mean, they could both easily be, like, top five options. Yeah. So. I mean, Goff could have 400 yards. <laughs> yeah, like, they both could. Like I said, like I, I change bangers to passing games. Yep. For me. So, I'm high on both of them. Where they finish exactly, I mean, they're definitely both, I think, top ten. And I think they have upside to each be, like, top five. <laughs> Because we also have Russell Wilson and Lamar, so we got to yeah. remember them. And Deshaun Watson that. is always a threat to be at the top, too, regardless of the matchup, because he's just nuts. Yeah. But it could end up being, you know, Russ, Lamar, Matt Ryan, Jared Goff, and then, you know, Watson, maybe even Jalen. So we'll see. Huh. I mean, yeah. I would laugh at like. <laughs> And so the, I'm just worried about, like, because we always say, like, you can't predict defensive touchdowns, but, like, it's been happening against Miami every week. <laughs> so, like, I'm not, I'm, maybe not every, I'll check, but, yeah, this game, this game Rams at Atlanta is, like, a, a fun bonanza. Kick, both kickers are obviously fine. So, um, next up we've got San Fran at Washington. San Fran's a huge favorite, so they're out of uh, lock territory as far as picking for a lock. They are... Oh, we're just together. Big old favorites. They are uh, nine and a half point favorites on the road. Forty-one point over under. Ugh. So mashing, um, you know, Washington. Washington, Dan Snyder, Bruce Allen, the whole lot of them. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm not on scare. I'm not on McLovin either this week. Terry McLaurin. He's got. I don't a, think you can be on any Washington player. Yeah, he's got a rough matchup with Sherman too. So. And then I think either uh, either running back of Breed or Coleman, I think they're both playable. Uh, yeah, Washington's run D has been bad. Yeah, and it's kind it has kind of settled into just those two. Yeah, and Washington's been just yeah a church against the run. Um, Coleman's the seems like more of the goal line guy, but nice. I mean, they're both they're both worth using, so I'm I'm totally on board with it. Yeah, I don't think it's a particularly high-scoring affair either. I mean, it should just be San Fran continues to run the ball a metric shit ton and wins, right? Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know if Washington scores. Yeah, I don't. Like, was that fair to say? Like, yeah, I don't no, know if they score it, a touchdown. It might, it might be Haskins this week too. Oh, really? Because I know Keenum's been, you know, I check out he's been in practice because I know. I saw that um, Haskins was getting some practice uh, reps. Case Keenum. Okay, right now, okay, he practiced on Friday. He's expected to play. So I guess okay. he's starting. But, oh, man, either way. Yeah, I agree there is a chance Washington could get shut out. Yeah. It's hard to get fully shut out, but, man, they can do it. They, I know they're going to try. <laughs> they just, I mean, their whole situation is just awful. So It's almost as if they're cursed. It's almost as if they're cursed. It's almost as if they're on an ancient Native American burial ground or something. <laughs> something along those lines. It's a poltergeist. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Mash Washington. I'm not starting anyone. Uh, probably pick the San Fran defense. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Robbie Gold. Yep. Both have yep. San Fran. Yep. Uh, yep. It's that game. Uh, <laughs> Chargers at Titans. Yuck. So right Fucking now I have the yuck. Chargers. I don't even know what to do, man. I don't even like. I pick Tennessee, and I'm like, why the fuck did I do that? Yeah. Um. They but might then, be. Sorry. Go ahead. 
And it's like, why the fuck would I also pick the Chargers? They look so awful right now. It, I think they might be getting Russell Akung back. That would be big. Yeah, he's set to come back this week. He's the tackle, right? Yeah. So he's back at practice. So if he's if he plays, that's a big boost that they just desperately need. That made me feel good about it. Um, I'll see on that. Um, for bangers, I put UG in general. <laughs> As of now, I think Derrick Henry's at a bounce back spot after bullishly being on him last week and he sputtered out. Um, I think he's has a good chance to redeem himself this week. It would seem like it. I, I don't know, man. Tennessee. I hate this. Like trying to pick this team. Yeah, awful every week. The Chargers though look like garbage to me. Like they just look real bad. Um, yeah, the run defense isn't there. But I'm, I'm starting to. I'm unsure if I'm gonna be on Henry still or not. By the time it comes game time, I'm not like. I don't. I'm not super thrilled about it just because if Russell King is back and they've got him and then they've got you know, all the receivers back, that's a big boost still to the offense and that might put Tennessee in a bind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we have to remember that they are starting Tannehill this week. They yeah. are starting Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, but ten- Tennessee's defense has been good though. Is the thing? It's been good. They are at home. Uh, it's tough for uh, West Coast teams to come across for the 4 o'clock games like across the country. I've seen a lot of stats on that before where it is not favorable for Mm -hmm. like a West Coast team to travel over to the East Coast for during the 4 p.m. time. It's just the timing is just weird on it. You'd think that the 4 p.m. would be easier than the 1 p.m. but God. Yeah. So, meh. Tennessee is favored right now. They're two and a half wet favorites for what it's worth. And that's... I'm kind of leaning it, but not by a lot. That I could th- change. I think it's going to be... It's The fact that I'm picking the Chargers and like also thinking Derrick Henry is a good game, it kind of seems weird. But I mean, I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be a close, gross game. Close and gross. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do think Keenan, Allen, and Michael Williams are both good plays, though. Um, Tennessee... Their corner talent's kind of subpar. Um, pull up how they've been against him exactly. But Malcolm Butler's been pretty bad. Um, they have been good against receivers this year, but I don't think they played any... I can check who they played exactly, but a duo of Keenan Allen and Mike Williams is a pretty studly duo. I'm not sure if they've played anyone of that caliber yet. But um, let's see. They played Browns, Colts, Jags. Falcons, Bills, Broncos. I mean, they played some talented people, but they've they've only allowed uh, more than twenty points once. Yeah. Or wait, wait, have they allowed? No, actually, you know, they've not allowed more than twenty points in a game. Yeah, it was the more. Yeah, because it was the Jags hit twenty. Yeah. And yeah, they beat the Falcons twenty four ten. Yeah, so. Still haven't allowed more than twenty in a game, and that doesn't bode well for the Chargers, who are struggling offensively. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't see them getting the running game going yet. Still, without uh, Pouncey, even if Okung's back, it's still like losing your center. It just, just it can destroy the run game, and it's kind of tough. So I'm, 
not on the running backs, but I, th I think Keenan and Mike Williams got good weeks. And Mike Williams, I, meant, I might have mentioned this, but he's, he's in that quote-unquote overdue uh, mm -hmm. category as far as, like, air yards, opportunity, all that stuff, and his fantasy points catching up. Um, he no, does get the bucks next week. <laughs> that's also true. That might be what it happens. But he also has 300 receiving yards without a touchdown yet. That's kind of lopsided, too. So and or like, wait no, I was on the Titans. Now they get the Bears next week. Uh, Titans get the Bucks next week, huh? Adam Humphrey's mm -hmm. revenge game. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, over revenge the, of the hump. Yeah, over the last four weeks, though, Mike Williams is uh, second in the league in air yards. So that's kind of interesting. So he's getting a lot of opportunity, but the fact that Mike Williams has no touchdowns yet is wild. Like with how much of a red zone threat he was. So I like him as like I don't know what you call him. I guess maybe a sleeper. He like, he's on a team probably. He's not be started every week. I'm on him as like a guy to like be a little more bullish on this week and play over someone that you're feeling like and eh, on. Let me think. Like I guess let me like I would play him over Tyler Boyd this week for sure. No no second thoughts on that. Agreed. Because like like you might have Tyler Boyd and like oh he's like my guy. Oh and Ramsey's gone, but yeah. So I'm not. Your Rams was a play anyway, but yeah, like exactly. So yeah, I, I feel pretty good about Michael Williams this week. I think Keenan Allen will not like. I don't think he'll blow up. But I think he's not gonna have this trash game again. Like he should be somewhere in the middle. But I like how this sets up for Mike Williams. I dig it. And, it's due, man. He's overdue. Yeah, but overall, this game. Eh. It's a meh. Yeah. How do you feel about Hunter Henry though? I like him. Yeah, I think if you have him, you're probably playing him because he's probably your best tight end just by default, maybe. He's so <laughs> talented. Just stay healthy, God damn it. Yeah. A successful week this week for Hunter Henry will be that he's not on the injury report. Yeah, <laughs> if he makes it through the game, then I'm on board. Let me, let me take a look at Tennessee's corners real quick, aside from uh, Malcolm Butler. Because, like I said, he's, he's, had, he's had struggles. Adderie Jackson. Yes, Adri. <laughs> yeah, he's the other the other guy on the outside. Who's who's in the slot for them? Um, uh, I can I never is it Logan Ryan? I think mostly. Yeah, it's Logan Ryan. He's actually been pretty good for what it's worth. Interesting. So Keenan Allen, he plays um under a little under half the stuff in the slot and does move around. So he'll get a good amount of Logan Ryan. It looks like. Um, he's actually been pretty solid, but. Mike Williams is going to get more of. Um, I think I think Mike Williams actually might end up getting more Malcolm Butler. I'm not 100 sure how it's going to break down on that, but I like that matchup. For yeah, Mike Williams. Malcolm Butler's you know not not having a great year. <laughs> yeah. So um, let me look at this. So Malcolm Butler's not like tiny. He's 5'11", 190, but Mike Williams is a big dude. It's like six one. Mike Williams is six four. He's giant. He's six four. Yeah, I knew he was pretty tall. He's six four, like two twenty. Oh my god. Yeah. So, not half a foot, but almost. He's got a big advantage on height and size. So, and he's good oh, at those man. typical big receiver catches. So. Yep. But, um, yeah. From this game, also, I, th I think you could make a case for either defense too. Yeah, I'm probably avoiding it as best as I can, but 
You know the Titans are good for one w- week where they just like shut the opponent out. Yeah, and it wasn't surprising me was the Chargers. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is a pretty fucky game. Um, it would be very quintessential AFC West for the week the Chiefs lose Mahomes for the Chargers to still lose. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, but yeah, I, I, my my Derrick Henry bounce back call. I'm starting to get a little if you're on. Um, I'll see you on that. I don't know if. I want to stick with that or not, but Mike Williams, I like. I think he, I like. I like his his big man matchup. But another big man matchup, I like. Moving on to our next game, I love. I love DK this week. DK, yeah, in in Baltimore at Seattle. I'm not sure who I'm picking. You've got Seattle, but yeah, they're at home. It's literally the only reason. Yeah, that might that might just be be it for me. But I think taking I like, Seattle at home. Yeah, so DK is gonna get Marcus Peters this week. So I, I assuming he plays. Because when, when did they get him on board? What day of the week was that? That was pretty early in the week. That was it? like Monday, right? Yeah, so I think they'll have him. If not, um, the Ravens have had a lot of struggles on the outside anyway. So. Oh, yeah. This should be air yards, man. Mm-hmm. A lot of deep throws. Yeah, but so, so who do you like from this game? I, too, like DK. He was somebody I wanted to highlight. Um, I mean... I don't know who I don't like. Gotta love Russ and Lamar. They're going to be in the top five for quarterback scoring. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, I think Carson does fine again. I like Carson this week. Baltimore's run D hasn't been great. Um, and they're susceptible, I think. So I still think Carson does fine. Um, not as much on Ingram. Not sure where he's going to go yet. Like I'm still undecided on him. Gotta stick with uh, Lamar's favorite tight end, Mandrews. I've got him in a few leagues, so I'm still rolling with him this yeah, week. I love Mandrews this week because it's looking like we won't have a Hollywood again this week. Mm-hmm. So, yep, 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 yep. So, yeah, this is this is probably gonna be like one of the best games of the week. Honestly, like I'm not. Oh, it's gonna be fun. So, I wonder what the over/under is. I bet it's like high, but not crazy high. It is um, forty-eight and a half. Yeah, so it's decently high. So yeah, three-point favorite, just right at home field. So, but yeah, and that's pretty much just the way I'm picking. I won't be surprised if Baltimore wins. It's just like it's in Seattle, and I'll take the home team in Seattle if I'm unsure. Yeah, seems pretty safe. Um, how are you? How do you feel? Do you like lock it this week too? I, I mean, it's kind of hard to. Not lock yeah, it. I can't not lock it. Lock it in. Can't lock it knock, in. Knock, lock it. <laughs> can't knock, knock it. Lock it. Knock, lock, lock it. it. <laughs> um, but yeah, also with Will Disley out, I, I know last week we saw a lot of go to to um, Jerron Brown. I think DK makes a lot of sense as far as like red zone targets to be like a replacement there, just because of his pure freakish size. Agreed. I think, yeah, I think he's going to be too big for the Ravens' secondary. Just, yeah, he's just a big dude. And the Ravens' secondary is pretty decently sized, too, but, like, I, he's, like, I think he's got a good amount of speed on Marcus Peters, too, so. Yeah, I think it's going to take a minute for Peters to get adjusted to the system, too. Mm-hmm. And if it's not him, then yeah, it's. So I think I was reading that he does much better in zone. Because he can just sort of play back and then make the tackle from the back. 
you know, and, and try to get the pick. So he's like better in zone, but the Rams were obviously trying to do more man. Yeah. But yeah, because I mean, thing is, DK has been just destroying zone this year. Predatory. <laughs> so he's got 11 targets in zone, seven catches, a touchdown. Um, I'll look at the yardage there if I can, but. Um, there, Russell has a 137.5 quarterback, or sorry, passer rating, uh, passing to him in zone. Yeah, I uh, mean, Russell looks like, targets, he, yeah. looks like he can shred zone defense, so. Yeah, the way the way people have been holding DK in check has been, like, press jamming him, like, really getting into him. But, like, if he's not getting jammed, he's still beating press, too, just because of the size, so. Yeah, I mean Seattle's fucking five and one, and it looks like they're about to be six and one. If you ask me, it's tough though. Yeah, I, I mean they lost ex- Disley, which sucks. Uh huh. But I'm excited for this game. Um, is there anyone you're not on? Like I know you say you don't know how you feel about Ingram. Are you mashing him, or are you just kind of indifferent on him? I don't know enough about Seattle's run defense right now. I need to look that up. I can try to pull it up if I can snag real quick. So, um, got a lot of these Excel sheets open here. So, as far as uh, Seattle for running backs, let's see. They have allowed the uh, 10th fewest yards to running backs. They're middle of the pack fantasy points. So they have a good run defense, but I guess you can pull who they played. Well, well, the teams they're playing are rushing a lot less than them. They're, they've rushed 192 times. Opponents are rushing 118 times. So, like, that's probably because the teams are losing. Yeah, Seattle ball controls pretty well. It looks like they've been, like, at least fantasy production lines, pretty average against the running backs, which is what I... The thing about Ingram is that he gets a safe floor from his checkdowns from Lamar when Lamar's in trouble. Yeah. He's a, He's been a good receiving option to help out. So, oh, this is interesting. Tied, uh... Seattle against tight ends, they've allowed a good amount of fantasy production to tight ends as well. Fun fact. Kind of get on top of it, off top of it, but like they've been one of the worst teams against tight ends this year. Mm. I, think like they, I can. That's the thing with tight ends, it's who have they played because it's so team dependent. But if, I mean, if teams that use their tight ends are able to beat them, then Mark, that's one reason I love, I love managers this week just because that lines up well for them too. And no Hollywood. It's like, the Mandrews Russ show, or sorry, Lamar Mandrews show. I mean, I say, didn't Vance get two scores on them? I think so. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to go Seattle this week, though. They're going to think it through it more. Not having the deep throw to Hollywood's going to hurt because I think he he would have been able to really take the top off. And he, since he hasn't practiced all week, I'm assuming he's out. So looking at what John Ross said to, did to them, I'm like, oh, if they had Hollywood this week, that'd be great. But I know. So, for now, I'm going to go Seattle. It may change, but um, I'm good with either kicker. I'm actually not on either defense, though. So Neither, yes, neither. Can't take a single one. No, but I think this will be a good game. Next up, we've got um, New Orleans at Chicago. We both have New Orleans, actually, and um, they're my upset here because they're somehow <coughs> underdogs. They're somehow underdogs. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, I don't think they should be an upset. Yeah, Kamara's questionable seeming doubtful either way um if Camara plays it muddies it up but if he's out i'm really big on latavius murray i mean obviously we know how dominant the bears defense can be but 
nobody talks about New Orleans defense. I don't see Chicago moving the ball at all against them. No, yeah, I really like the New Orleans defense here for that reason, actually. Oh yeah, <laughs> I saw no. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah, it's New Orleans. It's telling they they tell Chicago no, nope, <laughs> nada. I think you can probably start Chicago's defense too. Yeah, both are usable actually, but. If I had to pick one, I'd say New Orleans, just because mm-hmm. I think, I mean, okay, is is Trubisky much or any better at all than Minshew? No. There we go. <laughs> yeah, I think, no. I think I think Lattimore, say so A-Rob's got Lattimore, that's a tough grab. And then after that, they don't have a ton of good receiving talent, like no, no one like too crazy. And so, that New, Orleans, yeah. Yeah, New Orleans defense is really good, so... Yeah, no, I think it's a pretty tight, low-scoring game. I think it's going to look like the Jacksonville game last week with New Orleans. Yeah, like, oh yeah, it's, it's my. It's going to be like a replica of that. Yep. Just, so I'm not high on any Bears players. I don't know who I would take, so I'm kind of just avoiding it. You get, yeah. I mean, you got to start Michael Thomas, but on the Saints side, I don't think it's super high-scoring. We did say Latavius could have a decent week. Yeah, I, I like him this week. I guess even Kamara's out. Chicago yep. hasn't been like anything special against the run. Like, at least recently they've, they've they've on the year they've been pretty solid, but like looking at um how they got manhandled by the Raiders and um Yeah, I mean they're a Jacobs. run funnel more so I think right now. Yeah, at least that's how it's gonna be easier, I think. I don't know. I, I just like this is gonna be Sorry, it plays out to be low scoring. The total is thirty-eight. It's a super fucking low total. So, yep. defense and some running. I think I think that's what the Saints want to do here. Honestly, I think they are okay with um, trying to just you know get to Trubisky, make him fuck up. Yeah, I mean they're gonna. They look like the better team mm. every week, so I'm expecting that to continue. So I'll take the Saints. Yeah, I think okay. Obviously, Michael Thomas is usable. Every yeah, week. every week. What about Jared Cook? I mean, Teddy's been hitting him. Yeah, the last two weeks he's been good. Like it started rough, but his last his last two games he's gotten uh, touchdowns for what it's worth. I don't know if Chicago's played many tight ends. I'm not. I'm not too sure on that. Let me look as far as like schedule adjusted for tight ends because I've got that up right here. Um, oh, this is just passing rush yards. Whoops. But um, let's see. I'm looking through all my shit here. No, not so really. Much data. How, so much how did, data. How did uh, Waller do? It was Foster Moreau. No, they didn't. I mean, it was a J. It was just Jacobs balling out on him. He just plopped the yeah. on him. <laughs> I mean, Waller and Moreau combined for eight for sixty-eight, which isn't bad. Yeah, something. It's not like over the top though. No. But. Yeah, I, I think for the most part, I'm not really like <laughs> it's Latavius, and that's about it from this game. Because if Kamara's in, that there's going to be a split, and like it's going to be a gross split too. Mm-hmm. It won't be like oh, a majority one. It's going to be like annoying to handle. Okay, the Bears have played like no tight end talent. They played Vikings, Washington, Broncos, Packers. So damn, and they've still allowed. Um, they're, they're actually kind of not doing great as far as yards allowed. They still allowed the um, ninth most tight end yardage too, despite who they faced. Oof. 
So I think mm. a, a, another there's a couple like kind of sneaky tight end options. I think Cook kind of fall. I, sneaky. I, I would be he would be third on my list as far as like the Graham, Hawkinson, Cook. I don't know if I'd rather go Hawk or uh, Graham, but Cook's probably owned like because just people hold on to him because of draft capital. But uh, I think he's he's okay this week. Not my favorite, but he could do a lot worse. You could do worse. Yeah. And yeah, I'm looking sort of at the Saints and how they they do against the pass catching backs, like for Tariq Cohen's sake. And it looks to me like they're kind of like the Raiders we were talking about. They do allow a good amount of catches each week, like a consistent amount of catches between four to six, but nobody does anything with them. Yeah, so, they've, they've been shutting down running backs for the most part. Yeah, their run defense is good, and if you take away Trubisky's run, like I don't, I don't see how they can win. Yeah. So. <laughs> yep. Yeah. For the most part, I'm not. I'm not into this game though. <laughs> it's kind of gross. Yeah, it's a gross game. But um, Sunday night game. Um, right now you've got your upset as Philly. Um, yeah, that is assuming Cooper is out. Yeah, it does West. make a big difference. So I saw the blurb. I'll try to pull back up. Um, that he right now is on track to play. Really? So let me see. So Amari Cobb and Tyron Smith are all expected to play right now. Oh wow! They're getting a lot of people back. So if all of those guys are in, that makes me a lot less confident on the Phillies. So I'm going to put that back to a question mark for now. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm going to do the same. Does that is that was what basically what I was contingent on, like Dak without Cooper sucks like he cannot do anything as uh, he's his guy man and Cooper's really good so like it makes sense but having him back is huge for the Cowboys and then also having Tyron Smith potentially back is also really really fucking big yeah so if Cooper is back and is actually okay this is the toughest part is like how good is Cooper to go like <laughs> Because if he's like half speed and just a decoy, like is it just like you know my out time? That being said, like if if we get indication Cooper is mostly fine, he has a great matchup as is Gallup. Yes. Yeah, I mean Philly's got no secondary, so. Correct. But I I like Gallup regardless. I like Cooper or no Cooper. I think Gallup's in a really good spot because if Cooper's there, easier coverage, quote unquote easier, and then if Cooper's not there, more targets. Yeah. So um, now Zeke is an interesting one. Yeah, I think I'm like I don't have him as like a huge banger. I, I removed him just now, but I think he's gonna. I really see him having some PPR value here in this game. I don't think you can sit him. Uh, it's the Eagles, and even though their run defense is great, like these two teams hate each other, and Zeke does well against the Eagles traditionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, like. I've watched a lot of those games. They're some of my favorite games to watch. Zeke always does well against the Eagles. So I I think you like you can't sit him just because they are playing the them like in that tough run defense. I think you still have to keep him in. And I think he'll be fine. Yeah, the one the one area where like Philly has been like not susceptible, but like as far as, you know, like if you're looking to get a running back going, here's how, like you can do some running back passing against Philly. Mm-hmm. 
And Zeke does catch the ball pretty well from Dak. Yeah. It's not, like, amazing there, but it's, it's doable. So I, I like Zeke for PPR leagues, but if it's half or full, this is where it gets tough because it's hard to sit Zeke, but I'm like, okay, who do I, like, I can't think of enough people I'd play over them that I could tell someone to bench him. No. Like, okay, so, so if in some world... You've got okay. Let's say like you, let's say you have Zeke and Fournette and Jacobs or something like. Let's say those were like like you went super running back heavy early. You have those three guys. Okay. I don't. It's it's a weird situation, but like in that situation, I would say okay, bet Zeke. But like if you're only playing two, but that's a super unlikely. So like, yeah, you're probably playing all three. Yeah, that's the thing. If you have a flex, yeah. So I don't think there's a realistic situation where you can play yards where you can bench Zeke. So yeah, yep. Keep him in. I think temper expectations some now. My biggest thing was if Cooper didn't play, then I would be a lot lower on Zeke because that does put so much more pressure on him, and they know who to capitalize on. Yeah, I think I think yeah, having Cooper helps a lot for like, his touchdown chances because the offense yep. is a lot better that way. Um, on the other side though, who are who are you feeling? I I think it's a big Earths week. I think it's a big Ertz week. Um, it's probably a good Witten week, too. For some reason, Witten always does well against the Eagles, too, even though he's, like, 90. <laughs> just pesky, man. Just a only, pesky in a PPR, only in a PPR format. Yeah, because it like, could just be, strictly. Like, like, five for 42. Yeah, exa- exactly. Classic. Classic Witten. Mm-hmm. So, let me pull – I'll pull up Zach Ertz's game while with the Cowboys, but I just reason I feel like he, like, always beats the Cowboys. see yeah he's had he's had some pretty big games against dallas some lackluster but like he like he's had a couple so yeah the last two years in one of the matchups he has had a big uh blow up like 100 plus yard two touchdown game against him that's kind of interesting yeah and the so another thing i was looking at yesterday where the was the cowboys secondary against the wide receivers and they do seem to be very susceptible to the big play, like number one receiver mm-hmm. on each team. So that kind of bodes well for, yeah, it bodes well for Jeffrey. Yeah, I said, I, I, I think I, I like Jeffrey this week. I know, what's his name? Um, Byron Jones, is that his name? Is mm-hmm. pretty solid, but we saw Robbie bop him last week. Bopped him, dude. Yeah, you got Robbie bopped. <laughs> so. Not in your eye. <laughs> bop, bop, skeet, skeet, skeet. So... <laughs> Yeah, that, Dallas has been beatable against tight ends this year, too, for that's worth. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. All in on Ertz. I do like Jeffrey, too. Yeah, I think Jeffrey Jeffrey's a good play this week, too. I like him a lot. And I think the Eagles might be down at points in the game with Cooper back, so they'll probably have to throw. Yeah. I, yeah, I think, I think the Eagles' running game is going to be pretty uh, gross this week. Oh, yeah. I'm not high on Jordan Howard. Huh, you know, Sanders could get some reception squeakers, like for some big yardage, but even not super high on it either. Yeah, this is kind of interesting. Dallas is like touchdown production allowed. It's kind of random, but like it's been like weirdly in favor of rushing touchdowns versus passing touchdowns. Like they're a little easier to pass them than they are to run on, but like. But scoring and yeah, the it's red like zone. for some reason the touchdowns have all like been rushing. They've been like not much passing, which is kind of. You know, odd and random, so that's kind yeah. of interesting. I, uh, I feel like Carson Wentz will take him in himself this week. Yeah, I, I like, like Car- one. 
Carson, like Carson, Alshon, Ertz. That's it. Should just be a nice show of those three. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm at on this game. Cool. Yeah. As for the pick, I'm not sure now. No, me neither. <laughs> I'm starting to lean Dallas. I'm, I'm. This is gonna be one of those games where I pick it like shortly before. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm, the case of where injuries do make a really big impact and the return of said players. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm good with either kicker in this game as well, either Elliot or Maher. 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 Oh, Maher. <laughs> so either defense. Uh, nah, I'm not big on either defense here. No. I mean, Dak should be able to throw on the Eagles yeah. if Cooper is there. Yeah, the total's high enough where I'm like, eh. But, I mean, it is divisional games where sh- fucky stuff happens, but... Mm-hmm. Eh. But, last up, we've got Monday night divisional game. Uh, Patriots at Jets. Patriots are pretty big favorites right now. Pretty big favorites. Yeah, nine and a half point favorites. Big. 44. Well, it's gone there. down. CJ Mosley is expected to be back. So, that's good. Um... I was talking to uh, to Caleb about this game, and it was funny because he's like, we're talking about like Mahomes being down, and how like you know you want to beat teams at their best. He's like, he's like, like he's like if Brady went down, I'd be kind of annoyed just because like I'd want us to beat him at they at their best. And I'm like, yeah, like I would love the idea like where Darnold wins and goes to Brady and says, "Come here, Tommy, give Daddy a kiss." <laughs> Gross. And then he gets mono <laughs> from Tom. <laughs> and aka Tom's sons because he kisses uh, yeah so I'm taking the Jets yeah do you think Tom Brady's dad made him kiss him on the lips had to be like that's where where does it. it start it start yeah that's where it starts like uh, what what fucking weirdo starts that family trend and like how they like, wonder how long it carries on like it's like a divisive thing some people really don't think it's that weird I think it's very weird <sighs> yeah I think it's weird like, yeah, I, don't, I don't, it's, it's weird. I don't, I don't think it's necessary. <laughs> like, yeah. that's the thing, even if it's not weird, it's just unnecessary. That's the best way to put it, I think. Anyway, so, I have New England. Are you picking New England here, or the Jets? Where are you going with I'm this? Picking, I'm picking the Jets. You're going to go Jets just because you want to, pretty mm-hmm. much? Just because you yep. really want it to happen? You're gonna... I requested off for Monday, so I should have Monday night off, and I can just watch the game, and I'm going to be rooting for the Jets, so I'm picking the Jets. Are you just going to pick the Jets every week? No. <laughs> but I get to I get to actually watch this one, and I don't want to be rooting against them. Yeah, I, I get I, you. Like, I won't be, so I might as well root pick the team i'm rooting for Mm -hmm. uh there are some reasons though i am picking the jets outside of that uh first is that we do get cj mosley back and that is really big for the fucking defense Mm -hmm. um the other thing is the patriots right now are in a lot of injury problems Mm -hmm. they might not have josh gordon right yeah that's the good chance he's out i'm not sure yet but but it's their line that's really fucked up. Their offensive line is just kind of decimated at the moment because they lost Isaiah when they lost their left tackle at the start of the year. Uh, they lost all their tight ends, like Matt Lacoste and Ryan Izzo, who are their blocking tight ends. So now they've signed Ben Watson, but it's like his first week. Um, I th- like I think the Patriots are a little weak right now. And they're going to have a bit of that midseason lull that they can have before they kind of kick things back up again. So I'm like, I think this is a bad time 
for the Patriots just a couple for a couple weeks before it comes back. So this game's going to be closer than people think. I immediately bet on the spread for yeah, the Jets that's a big to cover spread. The, it was a ten game. point spread, and I was like, "Hell, fucking yes!" So I bet on that, and yeah. then it's still nine and, the and a half right now. Yeah, I'd still yep. bet on that. The next day, I was like, you know, I'm just going to go all in. I bet on the Jets, too, to win it. Oof. Yeah, I mean, yeah, offensive line's rough right now. Um, Mosley coming back is a nice counter. If there's no Gordon, that hurts. I mean, it's a divisional game. It's 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 a Jets home game, so. Yeah, and I and oh, I mean, also the Patriots lost their starting center uh, because of blood clots. So they're in a, they're in a lot of uh, turmoil at the moment. Now, they do still have an amazing defense, and that's the problem. Yeah. That's, like, the reason it's hard to pick the Jets. But here's the thing. I'm personally not impressed whatsoever with who the Patriots have played. They have played the awful Steelers week one, the Dolphins, the Darnoldless awful Jets, the fucking... Then they played the Bills, and that wasn't pretty. They played the Redskins... Well, that's, you know, come on. Mm-hmm. And then they played the Giants. So, like, offensively, they've yet to play a team with an offense, essentially. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree. Like, that's the thing. So, I think yeah. things are going to start getting tough for them because they get the Jets, then they get Baker, then they get Lamar, Carson Wentz, Dak, uh, Watson, and then Mahomes sort of, like, on this long stretch. So, I think the 6-0 and Patriots are going to take some serious L's in the next couple weeks. I mean, I can only hope so. I can only hope so. Yeah. So is uh is David Andrews the center you're talking about? Is he the so. guy? I'm looking. Yeah. If it, if it blood clots. That's like that's scary. I hope he's okay. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. He's been yeah, their, the, their guy. Yeah. But yeah, blood they've had. In his lungs. <sighs> yeah. A lot of problems on the team. Just keeping people healthy. Yeah. So. No. Uh. What's his name? Is it Devlin? Their fullback. He's been out. What's his? Is that who? Yep, no Devlin. He's like he's huge for the team. He's yeah. like a special teamer guy too. So, I mean, if there is a time, dude, I would love. To, so, I'd love for Robbie to pop off. Although he does get stiff in Gilmore, so that makes it tough. Yeah, I don't think it's a Robbie week, but it could definitely be a Crowder. And you know who's probably potentially coming back is Herndon. Yeah, I I like Bell a lot here too. Actually, I think it's easy for him. But. I do too. He's technically going against the number one fantasy rated defense, and I'm starting him in every league if I can. <laughs> but yeah, Crowder makes a lot of sense. Bell, I mean, you're probably starting if you have him, but I think I said it. So like, if they, I don't think it's a huge blowout. Like, I still think New England's going to win, but I don't think it's going to be a huge blowout. And if you think you know, the Jets are going to win, even so, especially then, Bell makes a good play. On the New England side, I mean Edelman, right? If especially if there's no Gordon, it's Edelman. Absolutely, Edelman. Now, I do think White is like would be the guy, but I think that like the Jets are going to try to contain White. Yeah, so I mean, because the Jets, their secondary is where they're weak. Mm-hmm. So, like Edelman makes sense. Um, I, okay, so if there's no Gordon, I guess like Jacoby Myers, because like Nikhil Harry's not back. So that's the thing outside of Edelman. Gordon, there like there's not a lot left. Yep, that's what I said, man. Their team is like their team is in a lot of injury hell right mm-hmm. now, and that makes things interesting. So, 
Yeah, 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 James White's probably their, one of their leading receivers this week, I guess. Like, fucking... I'll be looking... How, how many? How did James White do last week, receiving-wise? Because Edelman got 9 for 113. I mean, it makes sense, but it'll be spirit. Yeah, James White, 9 receptions for 46. Yeah, I'll, I'll pop James White on here. The banger. Obviously, especially... He's always, you know, way better PPR, but... Jacoby Myers was their number two like receiver when Gordon went down. Mm. Preseason wonder Jacoby Myers, but yeah, it was pretty gross last week. So, I mean, I yeah, the the Jets have more of a chance. I think people realize. I I agree with you on that at least. So see, I'm excited. If we do get Herndon back, that's even more for my Jets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope I hope he's ready to go too. I don't I don't want him to rush him back, obviously, but. Yeah, it was weird because I saw this week they technically activated him this week, so they didn't activate him. There was something weird. I don't remember how exactly. So there, yeah, there was something weird going on. I'm like, was he injured or was, did they just take like another week or like what's going on? <laughs> they just say stop being a piece of shit. No. It was actually a five game suspension. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, because I might have left him out just because like, oh, you hurt your hammy. Mm-hmm. Like uh, my hammy. hammy. Hammy Watkins. Hammy. Fucking hammy, man. So. Yeah, that's uh, that's the slate of the games. Yeah, I mean, anything else we maybe missed uh, should touch on? I'm trying to think of anything else. I think we mostly got it because we covered a lot last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, anyone? I'm trying to think if there's any like matchups or anything I missed. Um, I think we covered matchups because, like I said, Mark Andrews, I mentioned him. Obviously, John Brown is a good spot. Yeah, we mentioned all our good matchups. Yeah, I mean, say my locks are the Rams against Atlanta because we can't take some of the other ones more obvious, like obviously San Fran and Buffalo. But yeah, probably um, probably going with the Rams as a lock. And since I am no longer probably taking Philly as my upset with the developments on Cooper, I'll just slide the Jets into the upset there. Uh, oh, I mean, God. We're, we're both picking our teams. Like, so. Also, haven't, quite frankly, been impressed with the Patriots' offense the past few weeks. No, yeah, they, they got a defensive touchdown last week that really helped put them ahead of the Giants. But Yeah, I mean, they, Brady's been throwing picks. I think he throws another this week. Yeah, dude, I would love to see the Patriots lose to the Jets. That would make me happy, too. So I think it would make a lot of people happy <laughs> just because the Patriots lost. Hmm. Uh, you know, you know, I love to see it too. I'm not a, a directly a Jets fan, but my other fandoms, uh, yeah, I really lend, lend to that. But so the, some, I think, I think this week I feel better about my picks. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for this week of football. I think it's be good. Cool. Yeah, we got a few pending. We're gonna have to try to. Yeah, see right just... now I've got. Let's see. Injuries, man. Yeah, right now I think my only pending is the Philly game. Mine's the I have the Philly game. I'm pending on the Green Bay Oakland game if Devonte and them are all out. Yeah, D- Detroit Detroit may be a change possibly too. Yeah, and Detroit for you. Uh, yeah, I'm and I'm kind of vacillating on Houston Indy, but I'm probably going Houston. Yeah, I said. Man, oh, this. and Tennessee chat and Tennessee Chargers is another one. I'm still not, I'm still not sure. On. Uh, I feel like no matter which way, like, like you could, you could just both end up wrong. Even if we pick, like, this could easily be a tie game, right? Yeah, gross. Ugh. 
It's one of those games that, like, no matter what you think is going to happen, you're going to be wrong. 1717. This game is going to be an enigma. The inner machinations <laughs> of... Just that. The inner machinations of Chargers and Titans is an enigma. <laughs> <laughs> Milk spills over. That's... Mariota falls over. <laughs> yeah, Tannehill, so I guess, which, more which quarter, Which quarterback is it, I guess? If milk, which, the milk. which quarterback is milk? <laughs> yeah, we, we we need to do like a thing where we like compare all the quarterbacks to foods. Oh yeah. Mm. So that that can be that can be next episode. That'll be how we open next episode. Excellent. Yeah, we'll start with the foods that represent each quarterback. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Yeah, we can go division by division. We can go like the whole league. It's we'll figure that out. But boom. Anyway, this has been another episode of Mozzie and the Muscle, the Week 7 preview. We hope you all have a good weekend. Enjoy your football. Enjoy your football. Win those games. Win it. Win it like the Jets hopefully do. Woo!